Welcome to Beside the Burn for Tuesday the 25th of October. Uh, This week we're continuing our studies in the book of Revelation. We've skipped ahead to Revelation chapter 17 because on Sunday we're going to gather around the Lord's table and we see uh, this week as a preparation to meet around the table. But meeting around the table is actually a preparation for the wedding feast of the Lamb that is to come. And we'll be looking at that on Sunday and we'll be looking at it next week as well. So this week we have been looking together at chapter 17. And there we meet, I suppose, one of the images that is synonymous with a revelation, uh, that of the beast And we are introduced to Babylon, the prostitute. And the idea here is that if we are to be the bride of Christ, then we have to turn our back on the things of the world. We've got to repent of our sin. And Babylon is seen here as the world. And it seduces us away from Christ. Babylon wants us to take part in all the things that this world has to offer, turn away from Christ and sink deeper and deeper into the sin of this world. And whenever we do that, then we are no longer invited to the wedding feast. So we've got to see Babylon, we've got to see this world for what it truly is, we've got to repent of our sin And we've got to turn to Christ. And today we're going to see the sadness, as it were, of Babylon. That Babylon is seated on top of the beast. And Babylon thinks that the world thinks that it has this great relationship with the beast doesn't really realise the satanic nature of the beast, but also doesn't realise that the beast is one day going to destroy the things of this world. So let's read together and let's see what's happening. Again, don't get too worried about all the details. There are going to be some very specific details in this passage today. So don't get too caught up in them. Let's just look at this overall picture of how we're being just away from Christ and how we need to spot that um, sin and repent of it. So verse 9 of chapter 17, and the angel is speaking, and the angel says, this calls for a mind with wisdom. In other words, the angel is saying to John, look, it is very, very easy to be seduced by this world. It's very easy to be taken in and accept the things that the world says as being true, and accept them as being the right way to live, and just not to realise that there is evil in it. And we see that in the world today quite easily, where the world will tell us so clearly that a certain path is the right way to go, that a certain way of living is the right way to live. And yet, if we get seduced by that, if we think that that is normal, then we're being dragged far away from Christ. So it calls for a mind with wisdom to spot what is happening. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. Now, 
I said that I wasn't going to get into all the specifics and all the details, but this one is perhaps a little bit obvious, maybe not to us, but would have been obvious to the first uh, recipients of this letter of Revelation. Whenever John describes the seven hills that the woman is sitting on, everyone's attention would immediately be drawn to Rome because Rome was built on seven hills. But John never mentions Rome specifically. So although the first hearers of this letter are being pointed towards Rome very, very clearly, it's not just Rome. It's every empire that has been set up, every government that has come along and has tried to drag people away from Christ. And sometimes we have this idea that the power of seduction and the evil empire is far away and at a distance and is seeking to drag us away. But we've got to also realise that sometimes it's close at hand. And we only have to think of our own government today and how rules are being changed and how the foundation of God's word has been pulled away from all of society by our government. And in that way, we see the seduction of Babylon up close, not just a far away power, but the one that we're living under. Verse 10. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is, the other has not yet come. But when he does come, he must remain for only a little while. And we're not going to go into all the ins and outs of that. It's only uh, too confusing for us at this stage. But verse 11, the beast who once was and now is not is an eighth king. He belongs to the seven and is going to his destruction. So this warns us that Satan, the one who is pulling the strings here, the one who is in charge of what is happening, is going to be destroyed himself and will lose his power. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beast. They have one purpose and will give their power and authority to the beast. And John is telling us that there will be those who are in power and who take power in this world who really are serving the beast. And they may appear to be good kings, good rulers. They may appear to be doing the right thing. But at the heart of it, they are serving the beast. And they are giving the beast authority in the world. And these rulers are not to be followed and not to be um, served in any way. They will wage war against the lamb, but the lamb will triumph over them because he is Lord of lords and king of kings. And with him will be his called chosen and faithful followers. So these rulers, although they come to power, they're going to be against the Lamb. The Lamb is Jesus Christ. But the Lamb will triumph. 
because he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And that's important to remember that Jesus has the victory. Then the angel said to me, the waters you saw where the prostitute sits are peoples, multitudes, nations and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Here we see so clearly that the powers of this world, the things of this world that are used by the beast to seduce people away from Christ, the beast is going to turn on. The beast has no allegiance to these people and and these things. The beast doesn't care about them. The beast only cares about himself. And those in the world today who have turned from Christ and have turned to these things will one day lose them. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to hand over to the beast their royal authority until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. So let's pause together and pray. And our prayer today is that we would have the wisdom that the angel says we need to spot Babylon, to spot the evil in this world and to realise what's right and what's wrong. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Lamb, the Lamb who triumphs over evil. And we pray, Lord, that you would give us wisdom and insight that we might be able to see the evil that is in this world, that we might spot it and recognise it and repent from it and return to you. For Lord, we know that it is so easy to be deceived and so easy to be pulled away from this world. And so we ask for your help and your strength and your guidance. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.